From the city of brotherly love and the great state of Ohio, this is Dadline. I'm Michael Sperger. And I'm J.C. Wilson. J.C., I heard a rumor that you went to an A&W today. I did. I really did. And I'll tell you what, Michael, it was amazing. All right. We're going to have to provide some context for people who are not yet enlightened. What is an A&W? So an A&W is, well... It is a root beer, and everybody, I think, would probably, if you live in the United States, be aware of the brand of A&W root beer, generally speaking. But they do have restaurants where you drive up like an old school – I don't even know what they're really called, but they've got – you know, Like a Sonic. Like a Sonic, yeah. You, you pull up in your car, and you order, and, and the nice lady brings you your food, and uh, you eat it, and then you turn your headlights on, and they come back, and they take the tray away, and you're off. Perfect quarantine dining situation, to be honest. Well, you know, they have every other uh, parking spot blocked with a cone. So they are they are definitely doing the uh, the distancing. But what's important here is that I was in fact able to get my hands on a Coney Dog on a Tuesday, which is the special. I mean, that's it's like Coney Dog Tuesday is a thing. And what is a Coney Dog? A Coney Dog supposedly comes from uh I think Coney Island where they were taking hot dogs and putting uh chili on it. Now, this chili is a far cry from something that I would make in a pot on my stove and serve to people that I love. This is more of a very watery, meat-like substance that is then poured across a hot dog and is nonetheless absolutely amazing. This excursion to the A&W today, was it the first time that you had taken your kids? I think you took your son, at least. Yes. So he and I made a quick run. Uh, we, we we came up with an excuse to run an errand and then hit the drive through there, and uh, I introduced him to a Coney dog and we got a root beer float naturally. Today, it was just one of those days where I was kind of looking around. We've all been stuck in the house. It's not been a lot of fun. And I asked my kids, hey, you want to go get some uh, get some lunch? And my daughter's a very picky eater. I said, hey, they have hot dogs, just plain hot dogs. And she was totally in on the game. So we jumped in and, and I got to introduce my children, not just to a Coney dog and A&W and the experience, but to the footlong Coney dog. Footlong Coney dog. A, a footlong Coney dog. Did you know that the only reason a hot dog is as long as it is is because someone decided that it should be that long? There's no logical limit to the end of a hot dog, Michael. That's a choice. Mind that blown, makes. sir. Mind blown. <laughs> so they uh, they run them out to a foot. Now, uh, your footlong Coney dog, that's going to set you back a little bit, but it's uh, it's less than two Coney dogs, and it's longer. Wait, a foot-long Coney dog is less than two individual Coney dogs? That is correct, sir. I've done the math. And and is the foot-long longer than the sum total of two regular Coney dogs? Because my brother and I are those kinds of people, when I was about 17 years old, he and I drove out to the A&W, and we did, in fact, prove that point. So I knew about all this because I got a text from you about 10 o'clock this morning that said, <clears throat> today I am saying, F it, this is a family audience, and taking my son to the A&W drive-thru for Coney dogs and root beer floats because I said so. A podcast about dads has to celebrate the little rituals of dad life. And I remember distinctly when I was a kid that there were certain things that my dad and I did together. And I was aware even at the time that they were fun for me, but we were doing them because they were fun for him. Do you have any rituals for Father's Day? Father's Day, oddly enough, is usually pretty relaxed. Although I will say it's maybe not a tradition or a necessarily a celebratory element, but I do get a shirt every year. What kind of shirt? Well, 
it's different every time. But I will get some sort of shirt every year. And it's fantastic because, you know, about that time, my wardrobe does need a little refreshing, Michael. Well, yes. I mean, the, you know, when the when the seasons turn, we, we do we do find ourselves having to go out and forage for clothing again. <laughs> How about you? Any uh, Father's Day traditions on your side? It's tough. Uh, the beginning of the summer is often a time when uh, when my people, having been sprung from the ritual of the school year, uh, set out for various places. So we've done Father's Day on the road. We've done Father's Day at music festivals. Uh, we we are rarely home for Father's Day. And so there's not really a ritual per se. A little catch as catch can. Like whoever's around, we're, we're chilling. I think it's understood that I've never found myself moved to have a Coney dog. But if I felt like having one that day, I would go get one. I, I think you should find yourself so moved at some point. I think it's fantastic. Now, side question. Sometimes you see A&Ws on the East Coast that are like a combo with a Long John Silvers. That no. doesn't feel right to me. No, that is incorrect, sir. Those are not acceptable. Yeah, got it. Okay. Either give me a Coney dog or give me fried popcorn shrimp. Don't do not do both. I don't need both from you. Give me Coney dogs or give me death. Yeah, and maybe, <laughs> they, maybe they do lead from one to the other. So in honor of Father's Day, we reached out to some very special people in our lives and in the lives of some of our closest friends. And what we wanted to do today, since this is our, well, it's our last episode uh, uh, before Father's Day, and it's also our last episode for the season, but we wanted to take this chance to do a little celebrating of Father's Day all together. So let's hear from some special guests. Hi, this is Allie, and I have a 15-year-old daughter and a 12-year-old son. And what do you admire about your husband as a dad for your kids? Definitely his sense of humor and uh, his patience. And how have you seen his parenting change over the years as the kids have been growing up? I think there is a lot more um, common ground, I guess. Uh, he's right down in there on the Xbox and, uh, you know, playing the Star Wars games and uh, you know, all that good stuff. So um, I think that uh, it's a lot of fun for him. With Father's Day around the corner, is there anything else that you'd like to say to him or about him in honor of Father's Day? Gosh, um, just uh, glad that I'm going through all this with him right now. This has been a crazy time, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of interesting stuff everybody's going through, but uh, I feel really lucky. Hi, I'm Katie. I have two kids. I have a just shy of three-year-old daughter named Samantha and an two-and-a-half-month-old boy named John. What do you admire about your husband as a dad for these kids? There's a lot. The biggest thing that I admire is how fun he is as a dad. He kind of takes everything very lightheartedly. So he's the goofy dad who, you know, does all the silly things that they want to do, especially, obviously, the older. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Plus, he's just willing to do it all. Um, he's one of those dads that changes the diapers and feeds the bottles and, you know, changes the sheets when we've had accidents and never complains. He just does everything. He's very hands-on. And how have you seen his parenting change and grow um, over the couple of years that you've been raising the kids? So when we had our daughter, she was born early, so she was very tiny, and he was kind of intimidated by how small she was. 
So as much as he did to help out, he was always kind of nervous. As she, you know, started to grow, he got more confident and started really taking on like a pro role with her. And then now that we have our son, who is much larger than our daughter was, he's no hesitation with anything. He's just in it. He's doing a really good job of juggling two of them at this point. Father's Day is around the corner. Is there anything that you want to say uh, to your husband or about him uh, while you've got the opportunity? I would just say that I absolutely adore the man that he is for me and for our kids. I know that I try to say how much I appreciate him, but there really aren't words to let him know how much he's appreciated and how he helps keep everything going in our house. Even if it's not always said, we see it and we appreciate it and we love him for it. Hi, I'm Angela. I am the mother of two children, a almost eight-year-old girl and a four-year-old boy. Tell us about what you admire about your husband as a dad for these kids. My husband definitely encourages my children's sense of curiosity. My daughter likes to ask big questions, and I appreciate that he always has big answers for her. Um, They do a lot of research together, and I think that I love to watch the two of them working together. My son, a little bit less on the research and more on the projects in the building, and, and he always has time to show him the best way to construct a pillow fort or anything that he wants to get his hands into. And how have you seen your husband's parenting change as the kids are growing? I think before you have children, you have lots of ideas about how you will raise your children. And then in the practical everyday um, interactions, you realize that there are things that are not tenable or things that you never thought you would do or say, you end up doing and saying for the sanity of all. Um, I've seen him uh, soften around the edges in a good way. How do the two of you talk about parenting? Do you talk about it? Is it just something that you take it as it comes? I think of it almost as a as a case study model. We will see something transpire with the children and we will handle it the best we can in that moment. And then we do a lot of after-the-fact reflection of, well, that didn't happen how we thought it might, and sort of uh, work through uh, together how we might handle it differently in the future based on bungling it mostly the first time through. Since Father's Day is around the corner, is there anything that you might like to take the opportunity to say to or about your husband in honor of Father's Day? I feel like we do this pretty well, and he's the the cornerstone of of the team that we've put together. I appreciate constantly that he is always thinking of the big picture and the long term in a way that sometimes when I get bogged down in the day-to-day details, I can count on the fact that he's thinking about us and putting all of our futures together at the forefront of his decision-making, even when I'm just trying to figure out what to make for dinner. (laughs) So I definitely appreciate his thoughtful long-term care and putting the needs of all of us um, first in his decisions. Well, I'm Chelsea Sperger. I'm Mike's wife. Would that also make you mother to several of our other guests that we've had on the show it, already? It would. It would. Nicholas, Maria, and Anna. What do you admire most about your husband as a dad? Well, I would say that he's extremely patient, which has really come in handy over the course of 23 years of parenting. 
but also that he's always done a really good job of figuring out who our kids are, what they need. And some of that is like in the moment, like, you know, if you're out and it's been a long day and they're tired and they're hungry and they're cranky and he really takes the time to kind of figure that out and, and provide them comfort in those things. But then in a broader sense, he, he takes an interest in the things that they're interested in. He, he has never assumed that they're going to be interested in what he was interested in. And so he's found the things that they like and taken the time to really get to know those topics so that he can engage with them. What are some of the phrases or jokes that your husband uses all the time with the kids? You know, he, he always did this thing with little kids. So when they were little and then, you know, with our niece and uh, he will with our nephew when, when COVID's over, um, stuck to the wall, which I've always loved. Um, so he'll pick a little kid up and and hold them up against the wall and then pretend like he can't get them back down. Oh, no, they're stuck to the wall. And he tries and he tries. He pretends to try to pull them off. And then all of a sudden, plop, they come off. Um, and little kids seem to love that. And that is totally something Mike made up. One of our other favorites is um, he he has a phrase with our daughter that's, I miss your nose. And I'm really not sure where that came from, but anytime they're away from each other, that's what they say to each other as a term of endearment. Um, I'm with your nose. And then, you know, the one that we always tease him about is uh, look kids, horses. We were driving to a campground. <laughs> we're all riding along and he's, he goes, look kids, horses. And we all turn and look and there's a field of longhorn cattle <coughs> by the side. <laughs> And I said, look, kids, two-horned unicorns. <laughs> and now anytime we see a, a cow, we go, look, Mike, horses. <laughs> Is there something helpful that you've learned about parenting or marriage from your husband? I'll have to go back to patience on that one. I would say that that I've really learned a lot about how to just take a step back and let things play out and understand that things can't always be remedied immediately um, and that it's okay to, to give things time to, to work through and, and to be patient about that and let the kids have their space to, to figure out what's happening. Uh, my name is Stacy, and I am mom to Jax, who is 12, and Diana, who is 9. What is it that you admire about JC as a dad? JC is truly one of the most kind and thoughtful people I have ever known on the planet. With his just his kindness and I don't know, the kindness and the thoughtfulness and the thought that he puts into the kids and how involved he is with the kids and he's just somebody that you want to be around and the kids love to be around him and he loves to be around the kids. And to see them all messing around together, it's just goodness. And what are some of the things that he and the kids like to do together? Well, there's always scouting stuff. He's Mr. Scout Guy, and they love scouting. So anything scouting outdoors, just general housework, project work, that's kind of stuff I used to do with my dad all the time. And the kids enjoy doing it with their dad, especially when they were little, little games. They always play. They're playing video games. They're playing tabletop games, board games. How do you see his parenting growing, changing, evolving over time as the kids, as you guys and the kids are getting older? That's a hard one to answer because like, I really have no idea how to parent. 
I'm winging it. And I feel like he was friends with people who had younger kids back when he was in his 20s. So he probably has far more parenting experience just because he was around friends with small children. So, you know, it's just the patience level for everybody with kids has to go up because, you know, things that are cute when they're little now aren't so cute at age 12 in preteen times. So there's a lot of evolution there and evolution of, oh, hey, suddenly child is this age and needs more responsibility and we can't treat him or her like a five-year-old anymore because they're not. So, you know, keeping up with that, which is difficult on many days. What do you like to do as a family for Father's Day? Father's Day, when we lived in Philadelphia, was usually right after the last weekend of school, the last week of school. So I have no idea what we do. It's usually, you know, the person whose day it is gets to make the call. I mean, I think in the past we've gone out on just like jeeping adventures, not anything off-road, but just driving around in the Jeep with the top off and going cool places, seeing cool stuff, getting ice cream, that sort of thing. Do you have any uh, particular memories of JC doing dad stuff, being a dad from when the kids were younger? I remember pre-kid stuff. He was so excited. He would walk into our bedroom where he'd already set up the pack and play. And he'd say, I don't mean to alarm you, but there's a pack and play in our room. And it was just so funny. And even just, I guess when the kids were little, like all the talking to Jax he did when he would change Jax's diaper. Dude, girls don't dig a poopy sack. Can't have a poopy sack. This is true. (laughs) It's 100% true. There's research. Stuff like that. And then Diana was always resentful that she had to nurse from me and not JC. So nighttime was his time because she would not sleep unless she was laying on his stomach and he pat her in a certain rhythm. Is there anything else that you wanted to say about Mr. Wilson as husband and father in honor of Father's Day that we have not covered so far? As a husband, I am so glad that I am married to him every single day. Uh, Definitely one of the best choices I've made in my life. And I am so happy he is the father of our children because even the infuriating traits that they've picked up, it's still fun and it's still good to see and how, how much he loves them and they love him. Happy Father's Day. We want to thank Stacy, Chelsea, Allie, Angela, and Katie for taking a a few minutes out of their busy days to talk with us and to celebrate the dads and husbands in their lives. We are also very grateful for them, for our friends. We're also grateful to you, all of you who have gone with us on this crazy ride. As JC said last time, we didn't set out to make a record of a moment in time, but that seems to be the way things have played out. That's the card that we drew. And it's an honor and a privilege to have been doing this this season and to have you along with us. Absolutely. And we will be back right after the uh, grill gets uh, fired up for Labor Day and we throw the ribs on and pull the ribs off and maybe uh, get things ready and buttoned up for 
whatever comes next in the fall. So it should be the first week in September for those of you not joining us from the Estados Unidos. Uh, Labor Day in the U.S. is a different time than it is elsewhere. Um, but we'll look forward to catching up with you again at the end of the summer. So thanks again for joining us. And uh, we have sent our operators away for their summer vacation. Uh, and we'll be following them out the door shortly. And remember to subscribe to Dadline wherever it is you get your podcasts. That way you'll be able to get us right when we come back in September. And every time someone subscribes, a Sports Illustrated football phone rings.